Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. All right, everybody, how y'all doing today? Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network, and this is episode 24 of one-on-one on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And with me today, I have a very special guest. I got my man, Chris Kent, the head uh, video coordinator for the Chicago Bulls with me today. Chris, how you doing today, brother? Hey, man, thanks for having me. No, man, it's an absolute honor to have you on, man. And like I said, things have been, as you know, very wild and crazy over the last couple of months and it, like this this zoom thing has given us a way to connect with people that we've uh may have not had a chance to connect with in the uh in, you know in the past but it's definitely given us an opportunity to really connect with people so i've re- really enjoyed doing the one-on-ones and connecting with people and so glad to be able to connect with you brother thank you thank you yeah thanks for having me and like you said uh, this has been a weird time, but it's it's given us an opportunity to connect with people we might otherwise not have the chance to. So definitely, thanks for having me. No problem, no problem. Well, you know, we got to get this thing started with uh, one of my favorite segments, and it's the check-in. So let's check in, man. Just checking in with you to see how you and your family have been doing through COVID and just how you've been handling everything. And, you know, it's been a wild time in the country. We've We've dealt with a little bit of everything, racial tension, uh, George Floyd situation. I mean, you name it, presidential election coming up. How are you handling everything going on right now, my friend? As you touched, 2020 has been, you know, a test for everybody, uh, myself included, but I'm good. I'm hanging in there. I'm, you know, doing the best I can every day. Um, I'm fortunate uh, throughout all of this. My family has been good. Um, you know, with my job, it's been a little different. Uh, in March, everything got shut down and came to a halt. So uh, just like everybody else, I was at home hanging out. You know, you had time to catch on, catch up on those shows, catch up on whatever you needed to do that you've been putting off for the however long. So, uh, you know, everything slowed down and it was nice to kind of take a rest and, um, you know, catch your breath a little bit, so to speak. And um, now that everything's opened back up a little bit, it's been good to somewhat get back out there and, and enjoy the summer as much as we can, but also being cautious and aware that we have a lot of issues going on and we need to continue to push forward and be positive and um, definitely look out for one another. Exactly. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's just, you know, nowadays it's such, it's such a touchy time. And, and I think, you know, becoming or, or trying to grow together as one is a huge thing. And it's, it's a really tough deal out there right now. And I think, that's something we just got to continue to push for. Now, you mentioned something in that that I have to ask you about. Now, you said you've been binge watching, man. What, what, what was your main thing, to, the main couple of things you binge watched during this time? Man, I was, I'm not a big TV guy. But the one thing, and this is, this is, I don't know if embarrassing is the word, but I was hooked on the Tiger King. There it is. <laughs> man, man, like I said, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit no. that. But 
that he had me hooked, man. He had me hooked. Uh, I watched that. Um, and then really it was just, I mean, a lot of basketball. Yeah. Going back and watching old games. I'm not a big, not a big movie guy, not a big Hulu guy, but Tiger King was probably the one where it had me. I sat and watched the whole thing pretty quickly. And it was, yeah. it was good enough for me. I think we were all a little bit deep into that. And I guess the question I have to ask after that is, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? You, you, it's okay, because I'm going to tell you right now, I think she did it, my friend. No, I'm with you. I think she did it. <laughs> Carol Baskin out here messing up in these streets. She is the definition of what 2020 has been. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what. Now, let's, let's move on to the next thing here, brother. And I have to ask you, you know, we all had that moment in our lives when we, we realized that sports was going to be our all in all. Uh, tell us where your passion for sports came from, your love of basketball, just in general. Tell us where all of that passion came from, uh, from that moment that you first realized, man, this is, this is what I love. Right. Just for as long as I can remember. Uh, as a kid, I don't really remember being interested in anything else. It was just always sports and specifically basketball. And my parents tell a funny story. Uh, they said they knew I was kind of – different when I was like two years old and Saturday mornings they'd come in the living room and instead of having cartoons on the TV I'd have sports center I had basketball on so yeah. <laughs> I was really young when I started and it's just never stopped you know and that's the crazy thing I, I, I think I've told people you know when when the thoughts of starting this network happened the biggest thing for me was from the moment I was young I remember getting up in the morning four or five o'clock and I would watch sports center from four or five o'clock to 12 and then at nighttime when it came back on at six I watch it then and then the 11 o'clock hour I would watch it till I fell asleep and I did that for the first 20 years of my life before you know I got maybe I got married and things changed a little bit but you know like I and you know and the way social media is now it, you know the, the news comes in different forms but when I was a kid that's where my focus was like sports center birthed me into who I am today. So I, I mean, I'm telling you, brother, when I'm telling you I understand that bad boy, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, man. That's it. That's it. So growing up, what was your what was your favorite sport growing up? What was uh that sport that 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 you excelled in the most growing up? Definitely basketball. Definitely basketball. Um I didn't do a lot of different sports like a lot of the kids did and like probably you did yourself mm -hmm. uh, it was basketball the whole time and then you know I, I ran cross country a little bit and I did track because it wasn't during basketball season and it was something to do but never did football never did baseball you know I'd play backyard baseball with my friends and all that but you know organized sports it was really just basketball the whole time see you know I I, I did a couple things here and there now cross country a lot of people don't know that I was the captain of the cross country team and this right. is definitely a hundred pounds ago and <laughs> definitely uh I used to finish in last place I did it just I did it just to stay in shape for basketball I think we all understand how that is it's like gotta stay in shape for basketball basketball coach said you need to do something while you if you know you got downtime you need to keep moving and um and that's so yeah I mean definitely cross country people don't know that that three or three and a half miles you had to run every day at the school was <laughs> no joke. It, it was, was a no monster. joke. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't ask me to do it now because I'm not going to tell you what that's going to look like. Uh, I'm done. I'm done with that. Never again. <laughs> now, now, Chris, you know, you've had a very interesting uh, 
you know, arrived to where you are now. Um, you know, you South Florida, Florida State, you you kind of, you know, dibbled and dabbled in a couple of places. But tell us on your journey on how you got to where you are now uh, with the Chicago Bulls. Tell us how your journey started and just take us, take us on that journey. Yeah, so I'm from a small town in Indiana. And like we've touched on, I just, I've loved basketball forever. And everybody knows basketball in Indiana is just a little bit different. So I think that's kind of, you know, it was ingrained in me from the start. Um, and so I played Division Three basketball um, at a small school in Indiana, Trine University. Uh, I did that for a couple of years and, you know, it, it got towards the end and I was like, you know, like I'm, I'm done soon. I just want to focus on what I'm going to do after college. So, um, you know, I wanted to stay with basketball and with that, I wanted to get into coaching and um, I was fortunate. My academic advisor, uh, he was good friends with the GM of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants at the time. Uh, they were part of the, the D League, now the G League. And um, he got me hooked up with them and uh, it was a real brief interview. And they're like, yeah, just come help us whenever you want. And, you know, here I am, a 21 year old kid, just, you know, I'm just excited to be around the game. And I had no idea what that was about to lead to. Right. Um, they let me do everything from, you know, help prepare the scouts and, you know, work with the players on the court. And I had to do things like drive the bus and, you know, help with the laundry and just whatever they needed of me. And I didn't care. I loved it. And that's how I knew I wanted to stay on this path. Um, and so I, I did that for two seasons um, with the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Unbelievable experience. Uh, I learned under a great coach, Coach Henry. I, I still talk to him pretty frequently to this day. Um, and then from there, I went to Florida State as a graduate assistant. Um, and I did that for two seasons also. And uh, anybody out there who's listening, if they've ever been a GA, they know that that tests you and that really solidifies it or not. If you want to do this or not, you'll know after you go through that graduate assistant process. Um, and I loved every second of my time at Florida State with Coach Hamilton. He is the absolute best. His staff prepared me and um, let us do a lot. And it was, it was an experience that I'll never forget. And then from there, graduated with my master's in sports management. And my first job out of college was at the University of South Florida for Brian Gregory um, as the director of player development uh, for USF. And again, unbelievable experience. And that's, that's been the trend with my journey. And I've been fortunate in that I've had a lot of mentors and nothing but great people around me. So I've been very thankful for that. And that's, that's helped propel me and that's helped me get to where I am today. So I was with coach Gregory and, and his staff for one year at USF and um, long story short, he was roommates with coach Boylan, the head coach of the Bulls right now. They were roommates together at Michigan state. And so, you know, how you build your network and you do good at the place you're at and you know hopefully they can send you to the next place and that's exactly what coach Gregory did like I said unbelievable guy helped me out got me in contact with coach Boylan and so I started here as a video intern and now I'm the head video coordinator and it's just been literally a dream come true when I was a kid my favorite team was the Bulls and now here I am and it's hey <laughs> it's crazy hey. how it all works out yeah you know I mean people don't realize when you when you, when you bring your hustle I mean, when you said, yeah, I, mean, I, I drove the bus, did not care. I just wanted to be around the game. And the people don't realize, you know, that element of like when you, when you are passionate about something. And I think a lot of people can learn that. 
When you're passionate about something, don't give up on it. You know, you right. keep pushing for it. You keep pushing for it. And your story proves that. It's just showing that I can do things. And if I want something done, I can make it happen. And that's amazing, brother. I, I, I mean, that's, that's an amazing way. Whoever thought, like, growing up, you know, when you were five, like, I'm Chicago Bulls. And the, you're there. You're yeah. there. Literally a dream come true, man. So, like I said, anyone listening, you can do it, too. That's the thing. What we right. talked about is just go for it, man. Don't let anyone tell you you can't. Just put your head down and work, and who knows where you're going to end up. Exactly. Exactly. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we head to my favorite segment of the show. It is time for Quick One. Chris, are you ready for the Chris Kent edition of Quick One? I, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, I, I think you got it. I, I, got, I got full faith in your ability. I think you got it. We're going we're gonna to see how this goes. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. First one. Worst game you've ever seen. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Worst game I've ever seen. Um, I'll probably go with this was 1998. I was like seven years old, I think. Pacers against the Bulls. Like I said, I was a Bulls fan. Reggie Miller comes off, shows Michael Jordan, hits the three. It's the worst game because how was that not a foul? <laughs> you still trying like, to figure I'm, it out? I'm like how he shoves him with two hands. Yeah, that's the that's the worst one. I'll, I, that's the first one that comes to mind is usually the one. That's the one. I, all right, I got you. I got you. All right, so I'm gonna tell you my. I, I've told it a little bit on here, but my worst game. I got two, but the two games that bothered me the most, and I'm a Packers fan, but the two games that bothered me the most. One 2015 NFC Championship game against Seattle. It's a game we should have won. We should have been in the Super Bowl. I just to lose that game the way it was lost would break any fan's heart. And then, of course, the uh, fourth and twenty-six with Freddie Mitchell, and, and I, you know, I, I want to thank my hands. All that, that, that stuff that <laughs> bothers me till this day. Um, those two games, and I, I, if they come on TV and they talk about them, I shut it off. Next, the yeah. Super, the Super Bowl loss doesn't bother me. The Super Bowl loss to the Broncos doesn't bother me. But those two games bother me more than anything. I'm like, man, but forget that, man. <laughs> next, next one, your favorite sports moment. Ooh, great question. Um, man, I'm sorry I'm not very rapid at this. No, it's um, okay. It's quick ones, but you ain't got to be fast. We want you to have the best answer yeah, possible. Okay. <laughs> I've, been a, I've been a part of a lot of fun times. Uh, probably my – that's tough. Probably my first year with the Fort Wayne Mad Ants when we won the championship. That was cool, you know? It's right. hard to win the championship – it was my first year. Like I said, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And, you know, anytime you win a championship, you're forever with those guys for the rest of your life. You always right. have something in common that you're always going to remember. So uh, I'll, I'll really cherish that time a lot. Yeah, I mean, and I agree with you. Like, with that type of thing, I mean, is I remember winning the regional championship in high school. And I say to myself, like, that was back in 2000. I still remember it till this day, you know, and I didn't even play that much, but I just remember the celebration on the floor, you know, it was our first ever regional championship for our high school. You know, we were going to the States for the first time and it was just, it was just a great moment. So yeah, I mean, those, those championship moments, you, you can't beat them. Yeah. Nothing like it. All right. Next one on quick ones. 
the most famous person you've met? Oh, um, that's tough because I, you know, with my job, I'm with, <laughs> with these well, guys. Well, well, maybe we word it this way. Who had you shell shock? Like when you saw him, you was like, oh, I can't believe that. Who is, I can't believe I'm looking at this person right now. This, it's a pretty easy one for me. I met LeBron uh, a couple years ago. Right. And, you know, it's LeBron. Like, come on, man. Like one of the greatest players ever. And so that was really cool. And a couple other guys, like you see him before when we're on the court warming up, you look on the other end and you're like, wow, that's Kevin Durant. And right. He looks like he's on stilts. Like you don't realize how big these guys are until you actually see them. Um, so, yeah, probably LeBron, he's up there. And, you know, uh, even some of our guys, sometimes I walk in and like I said, it's like a dream come true. It's like right. you sit there and you're like, man, like I really get to be around them all the time. So it's 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 pretty cool. It's a job that we all could be envious of. <laughs> I can promise you that. I can definitely promise you that. And the it's last true. one, now the last one I'm going to hit you with. I like to go random on the last one. Right. So I'm, this might mess with you a little bit. Huh. Give me your top five songs of Ooh. all time. Ooh, I'm a, I'm a music guy, so this is good. This might help you out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is easier than sports for me. Uh, man, I like R&B, so they're probably all R&B songs. Hey, that's right. I'm an R&B guy. Okay. Yeah. All right, Chris. Okay, yeah. My favorite song is probably Unthinkable by Alicia Keys. It's just, you know. Okay, okay. Respect. Yeah, right. Um, and then, man, it's hard to pick just five, but my favorite artist, if I'm turning on music, I'm – Drake is probably the first person I'm turning on. Uh, I like Trey songs. I like Usher. Uh, you know, another one people might not expect. I'll turn on some Justin Bieber. Oh, a little JB in the building. Okay. And then Chris Brown. I, I really like Chris Brown. So that's that's okay. All right, that's that's a solid list. I'll, I'll, I get those I'll, albums, put them on, and we'll just vibe out. And you, you're good to go. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right, everybody, that was the Chris Kent edition of Quick Ones here on the Legacy Baker Sports Network and on one-on-one. And before we get off of here, I want to just say, Chris, truly appreciate you coming on today, brother, and and just, you know, sharing your story and, and you know, very inspirational story. Just people, we like we said earlier, people don't realize, like, when you grind, you grind. And when you want something, if you grind hard enough, it can happen. Or you can at least put yourself in the position for it to happen. So before we get off of here, I got to finish it up with leaving our legacy. Uh, and I, is there any projects, any special projects you got going on or, you know, that you want to let us know about? Uh, and then lastly, you know, what type of legacy do you want to leave behind when you're finished um, your career? Great questions. Um, no, no projects in particular right now. Um, but as I move forward, uh, I'm just, I'm big on, on education, on, on helping kids and giving kids an opportunity because I was given an opportunity. So um, if there was something I would pour my time into and pour my efforts into, it'd be, it'd be helping kids fulfill their dreams the way I've been able to fulfill mine uh, with the people in my life who have helped me. Um, and then I just, I just want my legacy to be, you know, when this is all over and I look back on it, I just want people to know that and, and feel that I treated them the right way and I helped them whenever I could. And um, I went out of my way to help them reach their fullest potential because I really believe in that. 
I, I, I couldn't have said it no better, my brother. I couldn't say it no better. I mean, that, who doesn't want that in their life where they can say, you know what, look, I, I've, I've come and to, to help people uh, and put them in a good position. I think, you know, when I, you know, when we started Legacy Maker, you know, our goal in the media field was, hey, let's help people get to where they want to be. Let's help, uh, you know, people live out that dream, um, you know, uh, that passion of theirs. So, I mean, it's just, I th- like we've consistently said throughout the interview, you know, grind, passion, just caring about what you want to do. It goes a long way. No doubt, man. No doubt. And you can get there. Like, just don't stop. That's it. I mean, that's it. All right, everybody. You heard it there from my man, Chris Kent, the head video coordinator for the Chicago Bulls. Chris, brother, truly, truly appreciate you coming on and joining me today for this interview, brother. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it, man. All right, everybody. You heard it. That's my man, Chris Kent. Chicago Bulls. I'm Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. This is episode 24 of 101. Thank you all for tuning in. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one-on-one at Legacy Maker Sports Network.